This is the Sports Nightly Fantasy Football League Podcast. Wow, what a throw, 33 yards. Winston is hotter than a match, his ninth completion here in the first quarter. You know how I feel about stats. Really, stats are for losers. Final scores for winners. Here goes Chubb, he's going to go. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Nick Chubb. He's got a hat trick. Anybody can be beat. An 83-yard touchdown strike by the NFL MVP. You like that? You like that? Now here's your host, Ben McLaughlin. Thank you and welcome to another fantasy football podcast, the Sports Nightly Crew. Um, Ben McLaughlin joined this week by Josh Hilkeman and Mr. Tim Curran. Josh, uh, welcome back. This is a nice string in a row for you. Got to be, yeah. uh, you know, well, well in the groove of things. And Tim, this is the first time in a while for you. Welcome back to the to the podcast, my guy. Thanks. I warmly accept uh, your invitation, and I'm ready to uh, spew the filthiest of trash talk, um, as is tradition. <laughs> as is tradition, indeed. Uh, well, boys, as we always do, let's just kind of recap for everybody how uh, week number nine went. Um, you know, for everybody, I'll start with my format, uh, my game with standard format, Mr. Mick Steiner. Uh, tough, another tough week for Kittles and Blitz. I think we've lost four in a row now. And, and, and you know, this week, uh, last week I was talking about how I, I didn't really have any guys that um, kind of elite mode. I had a bunch of guys that were solid. I had a couple of guys that were borderline, Keenan Allen 25, Terry McLaurin 24, uh, but as expected, Christian McCaffrey comes back for one week. He will not play this week and has 37 points. Josh Allen with 36 and DJ Chark with 27.6. Most of those coming on one play. Uh, and I end up losing by 11 to make 139.28. Overall, pleased with my team's performance. But uh, ultimately, this one could be come down to managerial issues. I left George Kittle in my lineup and he did not play with his broken leg, mm. unfortunately. So losing by, I don't know that there were any tight ends on the waiver wire that scored 11. So I don't think that would have been the difference, but here we, you know, just one of those weeks, Josh, I feel like you had a couple of these earlier where you ran into a, ran into a couple buzz saws where, and, and that's been Austin's team too. I think Austin's run, run into yeah. the highest score a few times. It just, just happens. Yeah. Austin for sure. Because he's, you look at the, the points scored against overall and Austin's, far and away the leader in that category so and then yeah it, it, like we say every week it, it, it a lot of it just depends on that matchup that week you can score a lot of points but if your opponent scores more than you you lose and it yep. like that's what sucks so i mean i i i a lot of or at least one or two of my losses this season have been that way where you, kind of the situation you were in this week ben where you feel good about your performance you feel good about the the performances that your guys put up but I mean, if it if it's not enough, if it's not more points than what the other team scores, then you don't feel that great about it. It's it's not it's not good enough. So yeah, and, and as expected, Christian McCaffrey comes back and lights my team up. I think last week when we did this podcast, uh, I pretty much told you how that was going to go, and and yet here we are. Josh Banderas gets a big win over the Hickman Jackrabbits, one thirty five, one oh eight. Pretty balanced performance from Bando, uh, Greg. Outside of Patrick Mahomes, had a blah, pretty blah week, um, losing 135 to 108. Uh, going to Lamar's team, Buggy Eaters of Star City, who's quietly 6-3, and three, boys. We'll go over standings here in a second. Yeah. Uh, over Brett, who scores just 88 points uh, on the week. 
and a good win for for Lamar. Devontae Adams, 33 points. Herbert with 23. Uh, Deontay Johnson with 14. And then, um, I mean, I don't really know that there's much recap required for your matchup, (laughs) Josh, against Jeremiah Searles. 181 to 71. And this was just... uh, Dalvin Cook nearly outscored his entire team. You throw Calvin, uh, Kyler Murray and Dalvin Cook together, and I think you win the week. So, as expected, yeah, nice, I, nice, easy victory for you. It was, it was a, a pull away victory. I was talking with Austin though. Like, obviously, I'm more than pleased with the performance of my team the last two weeks. I beat Austin by exactly a hundred last week, and then this week um, by a hundred and eleven points against. Searles, but at, at the same time, it's it's one of those things where I'm a little bit worried that my team is peaking too soon. You want you want these kind of performances when you get to the playoffs, not necessarily in weeks eight, nine, ten. Uh, obviously, I'll take it. I need as many wins as I can get, but it has me just a little bit. Uh, I don't know. I'm a little bit paranoid about how my team falling apart right when when I need them to be playing well in the playoffs. So. Hard to expect Alvin Cook to go for 203 scores every week, but we'll see yeah. if he can continue to make that a trend. Another <laughs> monster week for Dalvin Cook. And, of course, can't forget Tim, Sir Yacht's inside source. Yeah. Nice win over the Rowboats. I think that's your second win, Tim, over Austin. And you're 6-3 and three in the division now. So give us a recap of how, how things are going for Sir Yacht's inside source. Well, yeah, things are going well. I know Josh just mentioned he said he didn't want to peak too soon. Well, in the words of Dennis Reynolds, I haven't even begun to peak. And when I do peak, you'll know. Um, you know, I, I've won two in a row. Not surprising. I shrugged off uh, the challenge from Orman's rowboats. Now he is sadly rowing his boat home. Um, good, good for him. But no, my, my team is solid. I know I was uh, boldly projected to actually win the league uh, at the beginning of the or right after the draft, as it were, and I fully expect to do the same now. I've got Bando. Um, I'll probably make a light work of him this week, and uh, as I fully expect to do. So uh, my team is in good position. I've, I've got some buys I'm not super happy about. Zeke's not going to play. Zeke's uh, terrible anyway. He, he is, he's been underperformed, to, to put it mildly. Uh, Julio, who's been picking up recently, he's not going to play this week. Neither is Todd Gurley. Um, also, uh, young way Koo, my kicker, uh, who I, uh, have picked up and have been happy with thus far. They're all not going to play this week. So, uh, I'm kind of patching things together. I've, I've slapped some, some duct tape on, had to put lipstick on the pig a little bit, but, uh, I'm still happy with my pig and my pig is going to win best in show. Okay. There you have it. Um, before we kind of jump into Thursday's action, guys, let's look at some standings and get people updated on, on what's happening with the standings. Um, it's been just a, a jumbled mess throughout the the entire year, but here we go. In the East Division, Josh, you're you're on top with a six and three record, followed right behind Greg with five and four. Mick behind um, Greg at four and five. I'm at three and six in fourth place, and Jeremiah at a lowly one and eight, keeping me from the basement uh, at three and six. So three games separate fourth place to first place, but. Uh, with just four weeks left in the regular season, uh, some elbow room needing to happen for me to to get get up into the playoff contention. And then on the West Division, Bando, of course, seven and two, still in first place. Tim and Lamar both right on his heels at six and three. Brett's team, Homeland Obscurity, at four and five, and right behind us, Austin Orman's Rowboats at three and six. So competitive division in the West, little more uh, gap specifically from the number five team in the east with jeremiah 
Um, let's look at uh, some of the kind of advanced statistics. Josh, your team with the points scored 1342 by far uh, over 100 points more than the second place getter, which is Bando. And then you guys are the only two above 1200. And Josh, you're at 1342. So well, well, well ahead um, in, the, in the points for. And as we mentioned, points against Austin is well ahead. Uh, Jeremiah Searles, not surprised, uh, just shortly behind. And then I'm kind of in that conversation, too, with, with points against. So uh, just some unluck, uh, unlucky situations there for a couple of folks. But that's how it works in the world of fantasy football. Um, okay, guys, let's uh, let's continue kind of our draft recap. Tim, you haven't necessarily been a part of this um, for a couple of weeks. You, you did it a couple of weeks ago with us. Starting on round 10, you know, just to – go back and recap a little bit of our draft and see who hit home runs and who whiffed. It's hard to say from round 10 on that anybody is a whiff because at this point you're, you're taking shots on guys. Josh, you picked Joe Burrow here at number 10. Have you, have you played him at all this year in your lineup? I did. Yeah. I, I played, I played him um, when Kyler Murray had his bye week Otherwise he's been on my bench. He had one great week. It was the week right before he was in my starting lineup where he put up 30 some points. And then the week that he played, I think he had a decent performance. It was like maybe 20, 21 points. Um, and so it, he was more than an adequate replacement for, for Murray. So I think if if something does happen, God forbid, to, to Kyler Murray, I feel okay putting Joe Burrow in my starting lineup. He was kind of a flyer. I didn't really think that he was a guy that was going to play a lot for me. But um, for picking him in round 10, being a rookie, I think that I'm I'm very pleased with him as as my backup quarterback. Round ten is pretty uneventful. Marvin Jones, uh, carry on Johnson, couple of Lions went. Jones has been okay. J- Johnson's been MIA. Gronk has been um, a bit of a disappointment. He's scored, I think, in three straight weeks up until last week. Jared Cook has battled the injury bug. That was Tim's selection. In round 10, we mentioned Joe Burrow already. C.D. Lamb turning into a, a very good pick for Brett. However, the, the Cowboys quarterback situation really hindering that pick. Uh, quarterback heavy here in this round. Matthew Stafford goes next. Uh, Matt Breida has been a, an anomaly. He's been just a complete bust for Miami. And then I go, how about these last two picks, boys? Matt Ryan, who's been my starting, starting quarterback all year. And Josh Allen, last pick of the 10th round. Ooh. That's a pretty dang good pick for Mick right there in round 10. That is quite the pick. Sorry, I was uh, I, exchanging fighting words with Austin, who is producing this podcast. No. I did not mean to mentally It's over, out. Tim. Move on to the next opponent. <laughs> Be- behind the scenes, look at what goes on when we record these. But, yeah, no, Josh Allen, that was obviously a, – a, a, it would have been a solid pick if he had, had taken him in round three. But getting him in round ten is amazing. So, And that's one of the big reasons um, that Mick has done so well this season is – one, he stocked up on running backs, which is a good strategy, and then he was able to get his starting quarterback this late. So, um, yeah, p- props to him. That's a big time pickup in in round ten. Week eleven, some interest, or excuse me, round eleven, some interesting picks. Um, some of the notable ones: Jerry Judy, Austin. He's kind of picked it up the last few weeks. With a, it was a very crowded situation at the time of the draft with Denver. Uh, with Tim Patrick and Cortland Sutton, of course, Sutton goes down with the ACL, um, and he's actually on my team now. Judy is he's he's a <laughs> proud member of the Saucy so, Nugs. So Austin, Austin has cut ties with Austin Judy. Austin dropped he, him. He, he gone. Yeah. 
Um, Aaron Rodgers, Tim, here at number uh, round 11, pick seven for you. I'm guessing he spent most of your time as your starter, right? Or, or have you have you had a multi-quarterback system? I, I've, I've benched him a fair amount, actually, um, in which, you know, by the way, uh, everyone in the world doubted uh, Aaron Rodgers um, besides me. I was the only one who believed in him, and it's paid off. However, every single time I sit him, he goes off for 30 points. Every single time I play him, he gets like 15. So that's kind of the, um, you know, the Henderson rule that I have, where if I sit him, he, he goes off for 25, play him, he gets four. So, um, no, I, I've, I've been I've been kind of trying to strategically use him. Whenever he's got a favorable matchup, I'll play Rodgers. Whenever he doesn't, uh, Watson is my other QB. And I haven't quite figured out the magic mix yet. Like, this week is a tough call. Um, Rodgers is going up against Jacksonville, which is you know, not exactly a vaunted defense. Um, that said, Deshaun Watson also has a, has a somewhat favorable matchup. Um, you know, and last week, uh, they, I think Watson got 24 and Rodgers had 29. So the only thing that scared me is I did pay play Rodgers the week they went up against Tampa and he got like three total points. And that was actually when I played you, Ben. I still managed to pull out the win because my team is robust and resilient. Uh, however, that has scared me from playing Rodgers um, because that was a very, very bad performance. As uneven as Watson has been this year, he has not totally tanked and been that terrible. Uh, he got close to doing that in week one, but some garbage time saved him. So I think I'm going to stick with Watson this week. They're playing Cleveland, but uh, no, Rodgers has been excellent. And, um, you know, he did, he definitely could be as easily be a starter, but I'm, I'm also comfortable with Watson. Deshaun Watson. Have you thought about and- trading, trading one of those guys, Tim? I tried trading no. to you, I think, didn't I? But you slapped that down. Well, Josh. I don't think you tried trading one of those guys to me. You've tried a, at least one trade with me, but I think it was a wide receiver trade. Are you proposing but... right now? I mean, do you, you want me to ship? No, I'm not. Guys? I'm perfect. I'm perfectly happy with with my quarterback situation. I'm just wondering, like having Aaron Rodgers sitting on your bench. I feel like you could get some good value for him if you wanted to throw that out there to somebody else. If you're well, looking, Josh, to I think it is trade deadline week. Straight deadline Is week, it? Tim. Okay. So, well, so Josh, get on that. Uh, you probably didn't read my sign. It says no, solic- no solicitors. Uh, I really don't appreciate <laughs> you trying to, to to force my hand in this, but you know it is what it is. Just trying to help. Just trying to help <laughs> the squad out. Yeah, um, I'm just, I'm just not appreciate. Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson, and Matt Ryan lead the world in garbage time points this year. I mean, both of them yeah. have just made a killing. <laughs> In yard and mostly yards, some touchdowns late in games because their team's having a hard time. Uh, we'll finish it up here with round twelve. Round twelve was a disaster for all of us. I mean, other than the kickers that were picked, um, really the only solid pick in this round was Justin Jefferson by Austin yeah. at at uh, pick seven in round twelve. So um, Austin Jefferson has been okay lately. He's still getting a decent amount of target share, but he's had a couple of huge, huge weeks. For the Vikings, and I don't know if it's entirely unexpected with the loss of Stephon Diggs, but I don't know that anybody expected him to do the damage that that he's done. So Austin with a solid pick in the twelfth round. Um, this kind of leads me to believe, uh, leads me into kind of something that we want to talk about, boys. And we're we're recapping this draft for those that you know maybe have missed a couple of weeks of the podcast or just joining us. We, we're recapping the draft um, because so many times you watch those, you know, fantasy football videos or you listen to podcasts and they do all this stuff preseason and then once the season starts nobody holds themselves accountable uh for the bad stuff uh they you know some of them flaunt their good stuff but not necessarily the bad stuff so 
something that that I'm kind of curious of now, boys, since we're we're on the subject of the draft. Um, you know, if if we could redraft, like if you were starting over right now and you had to dump your team halfway through, and everybody's now as a free agent, knowing what you know with injuries, right? With Saquon, with McCaffrey, um, where are we at uh, with with redrafting? And and so let's let's kind of go through that right now. Um, you know, if the draft were to start over, who would be the first people off the board? And, uh, and and just kind of where we're at with that. So considering, you know, the seasons that, that guys have had, Josh, I mean, looking at the top top couple of guys, I mean, Dalvin Cook's in that conversation, Alvin Kamara. Yeah. Russell Wilson. I mean, who, 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 if you had the number one pick, who are you, who are you taking? Yeah. I, I think that I honestly would look at a quarterback probably. I, I, you know, Dalvin cook and Alvin Kamara are the top running backs this season, at least in total points scored. Um, and, uh, but looking at the quarterbacks, I honestly would, would maybe take a, take a shot at Patrick Mahomes because he's been, um, basically as as good as um advertised and he's been consistent too which is a big deal when you know you, you don't like to have the guys like delvin cook has been great but one he's been out a couple of weeks and then he's also had a, one or two weeks where he didn't score very many points but then he's also had weeks where he scored 40 so i i would rather have the guy that is consistently going to give you 25 26 27 points uh and you can depend on that every single week so I, I would maybe look at a guy like him or Russell Wilson, um, two guys that have been really consistent in the point totals that they've been putting up at the quarterback position. Mahomes averaging 26.5 fantasy points per week. Tim, who are you selecting if you had the number one pick? Well, I can tell you who I wouldn't draft. I think we can start there. Um, <laughs> I've been disappointed with Zach Ertz, who has now injured. You after, wouldn't take him number one overall? Uh, probably not. Uh, after doing some research... <laughs> Some exhaustive research. Um, also, Debo has been just banged up. I, I picked him up. And he, I knew he was going to be on the IR. The start off the year, that was a bad pick. Uh, Zeke, I can't say I regret him. He's had He's been kind of on the decline, but the beginning of the year, I mean, he was just killing it. He was just killing the game, uh, living life. Um, but also at Julio, again, it's also I'm conflicted because he's been doing so well recently, but at the beginning of the year, he was basically anonymous. So... Um, yeah, but anyway, in terms of players I would actually pick, uh, you know, I, I think I'm okay with quarterback. I think that running back is always position that you need to have short up. And so had I had the chance to get like a guy like Dalvin Cook, um, you know, right away, I would have I would have sprang for that. Um, you know, in terms of receivers, again, I think I'm okay there, but certainly I, I would have liked to have prized a Calvin Ridley, but Josh slapped me down when I tried to trade for him. So <laughs> yeah, um, it is what it is. But no, my team is strong. Um, they are stronger than ever. Uh, they have their chins up, their chests out, uh, and they're ready to win. So I, I, you, you can't look backwards in life and regret. You can only look forwards, uh, and that's what I plan on doing. As professional dodging of the question there, Tim. Good work on your part. Um, there are a lot of quarterbacks that I feel like – I mean, obviously there are four that are you know, in that conversation. Mahomes, who hasn't had a bye week. Um, Russell Wilson and Kyler Murray averaging the most fantasy points of anybody per week. Um, and Josh Allen's there too. So of those four, Mahomes, Murray, Wilson, Allen, happy with any of them, but I'm probably going running back. Honestly, if I could, if I could go number one overall with Camara or cook, 
either one. I think Cook scored a touchdown in every game he's played in this year, and Kamara continues to be a huge workhorse um, You know, for, for the Saints. I guess the purpose of this exercise, boys, is to look at the top scores and see where they were drafted. Mahomes was a first-round pick. Josh, I think you drafted Kyler. Was it the third round? Third or fourth round? Yeah, third or fourth round. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, so that's, I mean, that's third or fourth was, round with potential first overall value. Um, it was Russell actually Wilson, fifth round. Fifth round. Okay, wow. So, yeah, yeah, great value there. Russell Wilson, tremendous value for Brett. Uh, Mick Steiner, we just talked about. Josh Allen. How about that, boys? Josh Allen is the fourth leading scorer in fantasy this year, and he picks him up in round 10 or 11. I can't remember, 10 or 11. So huge pick there. And then uh, Kamara Cook off, were first-rounders. So you go pretty much down the line. There's a handful of first-rounders there with Mahomes. I thought Mahomes was a bit of a reach uh, for Greg um, in his first pick, but uh, he's proven to be – I mean, he's the top scorer right now. He won't be because he's on a bye this week uh, at the end of it. But uh, good pick there. So interesting because it's about half first-rounders and then people after that, you know, which is where you can find the value in the draft. It's, it's certainly interesting. Okay, let's get to some start-sit. Um, Josh, let's start with you. I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? I mean, I can't imagine you have too many question marks right now of who you're playing and who you're sitting. No, I really don't. I, right now, it's you're just dealing with the buys that happen each week. And I feel like I've had it relatively well spread out. And, the, you know, there's some going back to the draft like there's some strategy when you draft of do you want to spread out your bye weeks or do you just want all of your guys on the exact same bye week and you know you're going to lose that week but then the rest of the weeks you'll be at full strength but i i have my bye weeks pretty well spread out this week it's travis kelsey and calvin ridley who are on buys for me and so i've have had to plug in a couple guys there so i went and picked up austin hooper as a tight end he's projected for about 11 points this week so hopefully he can at least hold down that position and get me a few points. Don't expect him to do anything near Travis Kelsey numbers, but I've got him in there. And then with Calvin Ridley is already kind of dealing with injuries, but he also is on a bye this week, so he wouldn't play anyway. So uh, I plugged in Travis Fulgham, who's been in my lineup a little bit here and there anyway. So he's in there, but yeah, no, no real uh, start sit questions necessarily. The only, I, I did play Jerry Judy last week and he had a great week. So I'm, I was a little bit tempted to, play him again but he um has a little bit of an injury issue so i'm i'm going with the fully healthy fulgum instead so i'm my lineup is is set and ready to go it'll be interesting with fulgum to see how his target share is diminished with the return of jalen rager uh deshaun jackson i think is is either back or close to back and i know alshon jeffrey's getting closer too so that could be an interesting thing to watch because he's been a target hog target monster yeah. for Carson Wentz with all those guys out. So it's something to pay attention to. All right, Tim, what about you? Any guys that you're thinking about putting in or are you set with your lineup? Well, I've got like four or five guys that either have bye weeks or are injured. So, I so kind you of don't have much has choice. forced my hand. However, um, besides the <laughs> aforementioned Watson-Rogers dilemma, uh, right now I think I'm going to start with Watson. But uh, at running back, I have one minor choice to make. Uh, I'm either going to roll with Jamal Williams or – go with Joshua Kelly, who I just picked up off waivers uh, at running back. Henderson is questionable this week, but it looks like he's going to play. Um, and then my other uh, – yeah, no, that's it. So that, that's – I'm really only looking at running back. And right now I've got Williams and Henderson starting. 
I think I'm going to roll with that. Uh, I think Joshua Kelly is uh, it's it's going to be a tough call, but but Williams, you know, it's a PPR league. He'll probably catch some balls out of the backfield as well. So uh, I, I'm I'm a little bit torn, but it's it's going to be fine. Uh, I project again a, a massive victory over Bando this week, so it's really not a big deal. Hey Tim, GM to GM, uh, is there any positions that you're thin? Uh, let's see. I I am thin technically at running back because I only have, you know, well, I wouldn't even say I'm thin. I, I think I'm okay for the most part, but tight end, certainly. I, I, I okay. Well, tight end's kind of an outlier. Are, are you, are you happy with your receivers and are you happy and are you happy with your backs? I'm probably, ha- I'm, I think I'm more happy with my backs. Like right now I'm starting Beasley uh, and Woods and Beasley's just a mediocre receiver to start in fantasy. Um, who else, who else do you have rostered? Uh, Julio Jones, Bobby Trees, uh, a.k.a. Robert Woods, um, Beasley, and I also got Devo Samuel, who's been a waste of space, um, and that's it. Let me uh, – let, let, let's work out a trade here on the podcast. Let's, let's, this is a first because mm. hearing you talk about your team, I think, I think we could help each other. I had to go pick up Baker Mayfield off the waiver wire uh, because I've got um, Matt Ryan on a bye – and I think I dropped I dropped Big Ben because of his uh, COVID issues, so he he is gone. So I had to go pick up Baker Mayfield. Uh, are you interested in a receiver, Tim? Depends on the receiver. Depends. I, I how about how about Tyler Boyd or T Higgins or? Um, or I already played AJ Brown, so he would be off the table. Um, Terry McLaurin. Hmm. I, I could hear I could I could uh, I could cough up Terry McLaurin. He's been a beast lately, but um, that's somebody I could I could drop with. I could I could I could part with. What what will it take to get one of those quarterbacks from you? Well, um, I am tempted by your offer. Uh, you're not willing to get Keenan Allen because I would take him. <laughs> I would take sure. him off your hands. <laughs> Let's Ooh. do it. Let's just do it. All right. Just, just for the sake of the podcast, we have a live trade. I am proposing the trade nice. right now. Um, oh boy, oh boy. Let's see. I don't this even know. A, yeah, this is for a first. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever done a trade would, before, Ben? Is this? A I first? Was, I haven't. I ha- not in this league, and I would rather not give up Keenan oh. Allen. But I also don't want to start Baker Mayfield this week. So. <laughs> Um, we really need a win and which, wait, who am I getting? Am I getting Rogers or am I getting Watson? (laughs) Uh, I'll give you Rogers. How about that? Um, you got your pick. Let me, let me get my pick. All right, fine. Let me, let me, let me see here. Um, let's see. I feel like they're about equal, honestly. Yeah, they're pretty equal. Let's see. Um, look at the remaining schedules here. Just from an outsider's perspective, if I were, if I were you, Ben, I would want, Rodgers, just because he's the veteran and he, I feel like, would be more consistent in his. It has Rodgers had his buy? Uh, let me check. Has Green Bay? That's that's the question here because I'm gonna have the same. Well, I guess I have Matt Ryan. Yeah, they so. had their buy um a few weeks ago. Okay. So. Uh, yeah, we're we gonna go. do this. I'll take uh, I'll take Rodgers. So we're gonna propose trade. Here we go. Yep. Live on the podcast. I hopefully this doesn't take forever to uh to process. It should. But here we go. Trade. <laughs> This is exciting. This is exhilarating. I was not planning on this to happen. And there goes my best receiver. He gone. <laughs> All right. It, it, the transaction has been sent over. Oh, here we so, go. I just got the notification. 
Well, this so is, there we go. Okay, this is this is this took an unexpected turn. Um, so I guess yeah, that that brings me to my start sit. <laughs> I had to go waiver hunting, boys. <laughs> I had to go waiver hunting this week yeah. um, due to injuries and buys. As I said, I picked up Baker Mayfield. He will be dropped uh, as soon as uh, Aaron Rodgers is an active member of my team. Mister Dips Discount Double Check. I guess I'm a Green Bay guy because I went and picked up their defense this week too. Um, they're playing Jacksonville. Had to go get a new kicker. So Jason Sanders, welcome to the squad. And uh, I needed a tight end. So IR goes George Kittle. And um, so I am now a proud owner. I shouldn't say proud. I am an owner of Logan Thomas, who looked like the best remaining tight end in the free agent pool. So um, my team is just a, a train wreck right now. But so it goes. Um, you know, you just kind of deal with it and move on. Really, uh, really bummed in A.J. Brown. We should probably go over Thursday um, Thursday results here. I started AJ Brown a measly three point one points, which is just a disaster. Uh, he's he had been killing it and just really putting me behind the eight ball. Uh, Brett gets eleven point nine from Derek Henry. Henry, how about Josh? We need to talk about your matchup. Naheem Hines yeah. gets twenty eight point five for Greg. Andy gets a block punt for a touchdown for the Colts defense. This originally wasn't <sighs> supposed to be a projected tight matchup, but it is now. It is. Yeah, I, I'm i projected at 134, and I think Greg coming into the week with no nobody playing yet was projected at like 108. So it was projected to be a comfortable win for me, but then Greg puts up 40 points with those uh, two totals from Hines and Indianapolis defense. Um, and I don't know. Like it... I, I still feel okay about it, but you look at the total right now, 40 and a half points to zero. Like I, that just is, makes me a little bit nervous going into uh, the matchups here today. And I, you know, I we'll see what happens, but um, yeah, never good when you're in that big of a hole to start out. You just, you got to find a way to, uh, to make it work. And here we are. The only other, um, the only other score this week was uh, Austin's kicker. Who had Rodrigo Blankenship score eleven? So nothing, nothing too crazy uh, on that right now. So um, I'm trying to find a way to expedite this trade as a league, as the league commissioner. I don't know that I can. I this voted out to up, uphold it. I did not veto it, so it's it. Uh, I at least did my part. <laughs> um, let me see. Let me see. Yeah, okay, went through. Man, hey. commission powers are great. I can just mess with everybody's rosters. Why haven't I done this? So Aaron Rodgers will now be my starting quarterback uh, <laughs> against Jacksonville. So suck it, Tim. Um, got yeah. a good got a good matchup even for really Mr. Discount Double Check. Need to find a new receiver. Tyler Boyd, get your butt in there. You're now a starter. Congratulations. Um, so there we go. Okay, ready to go. <laughs> Start sit questions. I don't really have any. I'm, I'm officially done with Jonathan Taylor and done with David Montgomery. So both of those guys are going to be sniffing a lot of the bench uh, from this point moving forward. So it is patchwork at its best this week, but I'm going up against Jeremiah. So um, <laughs> should should be a dub. Should be a dub. Okay, boys. Um, week 10 uh, projections for highest score. I will say week 9 was the closest we, we came to, to pegging it. Austin stuck with Devontae Adams at 33. Josh, you were two points off at Christian McCaffrey at yeah. 37. The leading scorer finished with 39 was Dalvin Cook. I had Russell Wilson, who, of course, had his worst game of the year after I pick him to have the highest point total. Josh, Josh let's start with you. Who's going to be the highest scorer this week? I'm going to go with 
with the guy you uh, just mentioned, Russell Wilson, he surely he's not going to have two straight weeks where he plays bad. So I'll uh, I'll go with Wilson and see if he can bounce back. Looks like he's projected uh, third most this week. So I'm going with Wilson against uh, the Rams. How about you, Tim? Highest scorer will be? Well, who else could it be other than Keenan Allen, um, a player you guys might <laughs> know uh, I just picked up. So, you know. Oh nice. man, that would be that would be a kick in the pills if that was be- if that was me. <laughs> um, that would be something. You know, I do feel like that was a fair trade, honestly. Like you know, obviously very yeah. impulsive for both of us, just for the sake of the podcast. But Keenan Allen has been a target monster with Herbert. He loves throwing him the ball. Um, I don't like Keenan Allen just as a player because he plays for the Chargers. So I'm <laughs> I'm fine. I mean, whatever, get out of here. I've got plenty of depth at receiver and. Um, you know, there we go. So yeah, happy to take Aaron Rodgers off your hands. And, uh, this week, I think the leading scorer, um, Hmm. I think it's going to be a shootout. Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) I I should, uh, you know what? Why not? Let's do it. Let's go. Let's go Aaron Rodgers. I was going to go quarterback of the, of the game that we're expecting a shootout in, um, with Josh Allen, but you know, I'll back off on that. So give me Aaron Rodgers. And who knows? Maybe it would be just be it would just be so 2020 for have either Keenan Allen or Aaron Rodgers be the top scorer after uh, be great. these are now our 30th guesses, boys. 30 tries at this we've had, and we are 0 for Man. 30 or 0 for 27, I guess. Hopefully, uh, we don't get Ooh. to the 30 mark. All right, final thoughts, Tim, before we sign off. Where where are you at right now? Are you, are you trying to trying to process this trade, or you know, is that out of sight, out of mind? Well, I'm I'm just boldly, you know. Um, projecting victory, um, you know. As as we speak, I'm actually searching for the uh, uh, speech text for Churchill's uh, "We shall fight them on the beaches" speech because I just wanted. To, <laughs> I was in the mood, um, but you know, uh, we will never surrender. Uh, we're going to fight them in the streets if need be. Uh, certainly on the beaches and the landing grounds. So um, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling confident, and uh, onwards and upwards. Josh, final three weeks in a row for you on the podcast. I'm assuming you're just, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. That's what I just, I want to be consistent. I know that it's a lot to expect for my team to score as much as they have the last few weeks, but I still, I just want to see a lot, you know, more of the same, more of the same as we keep going forward and uh, hope that Greg's big Thursday night isn't, isn't too much for me to overcome. And for me, I just uh, I've been saying this for we've got to find a way to get a dang win. Just fi- if I can't win this week against Searles, it might be time to just fold up shop yeah. and call it a year. But, you know, we do yeah. what we can. Obviously, improvements are trying to be made. We're still trying. We hit the waiver wire hard. We, we had the fir- league's first trade. Uh, you know, we're doing anything we can to make this unit better. And, you know, we'll just kind of see where it goes from here. Appreciate you, boys. Good luck this week. Hopefully your players stay healthy. You as Thanks. well. Thank you. Tim, Josh, appreciate it. Thanks to uh, Austin for producing this one. Thanks to all you for listening. Uh, Have a great week in fantasy. Playoff races tightening up. Hopefully your players stay healthy. Uh, We'll talk to you next week as well. So have a good one. We'll talk to you a week from now.